0: Hello and welcome back to your favourite Formula 1 YouTube channel. I'm sure it is. It's Stop and Go F1 here with our reaction to that race there, the Brazilian Grand Prix. And man, that was... Well, let's say it was an interesting sandwich. Because, you know, you start with interest, you end with interest, and the lovely juicy filling in the middle is nothing. So basically... Two pieces of bread. Right, uh, firstly, before we get into everything, film, make sure you subscribe. That is the rules, of course. But uh, before we even get to the start of the race, Russell, Gasly and Ocon all have two place grid penalties for impeding. And as we're on the grid, it's Sergeant on the mediums, everyone else on the sauce. Which is quite an interesting one there, because Sergeant had the mediums for the sprint yesterday and did absolutely nothing. Just went backwards. So Williams just went, okay. We'll do that again. But before we can even start the race, the cler's in the bloody wall. Uh, Hydraulics failure on the car, and he is completely out. At one point, when he first hit the wall, and he came out again, it looked like he had a broken front wing, and I thought, maybe he can carry on. But no, he is completely out of the race, which is a huge shame. Nothing he could do. But also, as you watch this race as it plays out, he could have been really good in this race there was definitely a podium on for him in this race for sure which so it's just a, such a huge shame that uh, he was out on there um <clears throat> But then we get to the start. It's lights out and away we go. And a huge crash here between uh, Albon and Magnussen on the start. Further up, Norris is up to P2. Hamilton up to P3. The safety car comes out. And it looks like Piastri is out and also is Ricardo. What really happened here is Albon tries to go around the outside of Hülkenberg. As Magnussen comes along on his left-hand side as well. Really sandwiching him. He can't back out because Ocon is right behind him. So he has to just sit there and accept it. Albon clips Hulk, clips Magnuson's. No, was it was Hulkenberg's tire? Clips that, then goes right into the side of Magnuson. Both of those go off. The wheel off Magnuson. The wheel Magnuson then hits Piastri up on the front, breaking his rear wing. The wheel off Magnussen's car gets trapped underneath Hülkenberg's car, then flies up in the air and hits Ricardo's rear wing. So a lot of people get a lot of damage within this one incident. It was absolutely crazy. If you're looking to point the finger, I don't really think you can, because the one who really started it all was Magnussen. Because he came over to the right uh, across Hulkenberg. But he had no idea that Albon would be going round the outside of Hulkenberg either. So you can't really blame him there. Hulkenberg couldn't back out because Ocon was there. <clears throat> it's just one of those typical racing incidents where lots of people get a lot of damage. Now, this also gets a red flag because the barrier was kind of destroyed. So they needed to fix that there. This now gives an opportunity for Ricardo and Piastri, who are able to get back in the race... Uh, Because they fixed the rear wing on both cars during that red flag period. But they both start from the pit lane. And what really kind of confused and annoyed me is because they um, got the damage on the first lap, they come into the pits. The race carries on with them in the pits because there's a safety car on. So they do get lapped during the race. And on on the red flag restart, they're still a lap down. And at first, I thought this was a mistake. Uh, because it didn't make much sense to me. But it's not, apparently. Apparently, if you're a lap down, and it gets a restart on a red flag, you stay a lap down, which makes no sense whatsoever. If you're restarting the race, restart the race. I don't see why there needs to be a lap down, because that really ended ended their race for them. The only thing that could have saved them would have been a safety car, and we didn't have one of them. At one point later on in the race... They said that Riccardo and Piastri had actually unlapped themselves up to P6, so it looks like, we have to check this later on as we look through the stats, when the stats will come out later on tonight, but it looks like Riccardo and Piastri had a secret banger of a race which wasn't shown whatsoever. Because they were just constantly unlapping themselves throughout the entire race and nobody seemed to care. At one point they were 1 minute and 20 seconds behind the rest of the grid. I think they finished about 15-20 seconds off. So they did fantastically well for absolutely nothing. So there you go, that was Piastri and Ricardo's race. As we have the restart, though, Max leads uh, away from the restart. Uh, Lewis Hamilton gets alongside uh, Lando Norris, but manages to lock up. Then down into turn four, Alonso is able to get past Lewis for P3. And then further down, Perez gets past Russell for P5. Uh, Ocon is the first to stop on lap 15, and he's followed in by Zhou Guan Yu. And that's on lap 16. And now <clears throat> the Mercedes disaster class Begins because you have Lewis Hamilton in front of George Russell. George Russell has got more pace, but the team are refusing to have them swap positions and is actually telling Russell to stay behind. What this did here is completely sacrificed all the pace Russell had, and also because Russell had to stay behind Lewis Hamilton, but there was quite a queue. It meant that Russell's tyres were just burning up. So any uh, pace he could have had is gone. Any pace he could potentially have is gone because his tyres are dead. Uh, and also at the exact same time, they're not doing this in a clever way where they're saying, right, Lewis, you know, try and give uh, Russell the DRS so we can stay together. They're just like, no, George, you cannot pass Lewis. Do not go whatever you do. So uh, George's. George's Pace that he did have when he got to the back of Lewis, squandered. Potential pace he could have had with his tyres, completely gone. And now he starts losing positions. Mercedes just completely screw over George Russell entirely in this race. Lewis did not have the pace. Uh, That was clear to see. Russell should have been let go through pretty much immediately because they just destroyed his race as well. Perez is able to get past him, and a few laps later, Perez gets past Hamilton. They could have kept Perez behind for lap after lap after lap... But no. Like, if they don't want to let Russell go past, that's fine. But tell Hamilton to help him out with DRS and keep Perez behind. This is literally the worst thing Mercedes could have done. Hamilton pits on lap 19 for mediums. Russell pits on lap 20 for mediums. Perez pits on lap 21 for mediums. Now, after those pit stops, Lewis Hamilton is back in front of uh, Sergio Perez. Not that that was shown on television, because this is some of the worst TV direction we've had in quite some time. We go from this battle through the pit stops, will the undercut work? They show us the pit stops, and that's we you're about to find out has the undercut work. They cut away to show Lance Stroll doing something, I don't know why, but there you go. Speaking of Stroll, he pits on lap 23, and then we get Perez versus Hamilton again for P7 on lap 23, and Perez get past him pretty quickly. The next lap, Zhou Guan Yu retires the car, don't know what happened there. And then, here's something fun, Lance Stroll overtakes George Russell on lap 25, uh, then Alonso pits on lap 26, Sainz pits on lap 27, and has what I thought was quite a clear, unsafe release. This was replayed a couple of times, but now it was under investigation, there was no penalty for it. I thought it was a pretty open and shut case, to be honest, but apparently not. And now it's time to say something that I don't think I've said all season, and I don't think I would have ever said ever in my life before. Lance Stroll overtakes Lewis Hamilton. This is for P5 on lap 27, Mercedes' awful, awful day just gets a bit worse. Uh, Max and Lando pit on the same lap on lap 28, and you'll never guess what. Russell is now on the back of Lewis Hamilton on lap 29. Now, seeing what happened to Russell the first time round, you would think that Mercedes would learn from that and do something different. Unfortunately, they don't. They have Russell stick behind Lewis Hamilton. Lewis, who, by the way, at this point is complaining that his tyres are gone, and also he seems that like there's an issue with his front left tyre. So not only is he slow, he may have an issue with his car, but they still don't tell him to let his faster teammate go past. Uh, science catches them both, and uh, six laps later, Science is past Russell, and one lap later, he's past Hamilton. Another two places blown by the Mercedes team there. On lap 41, Bottas retires his car, double DNF for Alfa Romeo. Uh, Pierre Gasly gets past Russell for P8 on lap 43. Russell in the pit on lap 46. Perez in the pits, lap 47. Hamilton in the pits, lap 47. Alonso in the pits, lap 48. Gasly passes Lewis Hamilton, uh, lap 51. Perez, uh, sorry not Perez, uh, Science pits again on lap 52, then it's Stroll, a very slow stop actually, 4.3 seconds on lap 53, Verstappen takes his last pit stop on lap 57, and then Russell's awful day comes to an end, I think in a way he'll be quite happy, because they're told he has to retire the car on lap 58, a absolute disaster of a day for Mercedes, which has embarrassed and showed them up one year away from their last victory they come to brazil and embarrass themselves they had no pace in uh qualifying they had no pace in the race two years on from these new um, new types of cars and mercedes still don't know how to set up their car correctly they still don't have the balls to tell lewis hamilton to move over when he's the slower car they still are so reactive to everything they can't think five laps ahead mercedes are embarrassing at the minute and i think there has been races this year such as last weekend out in mexico where they've been saved because their car had a bit of pace on that track lewis got a fantastic p2 but in races like this where the car is struggling they don't know what to do they haven't got a clue And it is embarrassing, and they need to really take a look internally at what happened here. Because it's not just a fact of the car wasn't quick. It's not just a fact of, oh, the setup was wrong. It's not just a fact of, oh, the strategy was wrong. It's everything they did was wrong. Every choice they made in this race was the wrong choice. It was awful for Mercedes. Moving on, um, Norris pits on lap 60, and then we got this fantastic little battle between Alonso and Perez, where it kind of snuck up on you, because Perez was in the DRS of Alonso for what must have been about 10 laps, maybe 15 laps, and it just looked like he was stuck behind, couldn't really do anything. He would get in the DRS, up to turn 1, wouldn't be able to get it, down to turn 4, wouldn't be able to get it. Then Perez took some awful lines through sector 2 and sector 3, Breaking late... Taking the wrong line... Massively screwing it up... But having the pace in the Red Bull... To just stay within a second... To keep the DRS... And repeat and repeat and repeat... Uh, But on lap 70... Of 71... Perez decides to actually drive the racing line and stay behind Alonso, and Perez gets passed for P3 on lap 70 of 71. Alonso goes, excuse me, no thank you. On a lap 71 of 71, Alonso gets back passed for P3. We cross the line, Max wins from Lando Norris, then it's Alonso and Checo battling to the line. Alonso in the lead, You Checo on DRS, Crosses the line. Alonso ahead by 0.053. Fernando Alonso's first podium since the Dutch Grand Prix. Mad stuff here. Mad stuff. Uh, Checo in fourth. Stroll in fifth. Aston Martin. What the hell has happened here? We've had two races of them now in Austin and in Mexico. Where they were god-awful. Mexico, they were probably the 10th best team on that grid. Shockingly bad. They turn up in Brazil. And they've just gone, oh, guys, we've put the upgrades on the right way around this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing in Las Vegas now, where do they go? Do they stay here as, like, the third fastest team again? Or do they go back down? Is it just, like, a, their car works around Brazil? What could it be? I really don't know. But, yeah, fantastic position for Stroll as well. This is Stroll's second top five finish of the year. His first one... Was that mad Australian race at the start of the year when realistically he should have been like ninth, but everyone in front of him DNF and he finished fifth? This is his first fifth place finish on what basically is a real pace. The only people who, the only person who DNF'd who could have possibly, Yeah. start again. The only person who DNF'd in this race who could have possibly finished ahead of Stroll would have been the clerk. So this is a great race on pace from that Stroll. Carlos Sainz is 6th in the Ferrari, Gasly in 7th, good race from him, Hamilton has to settle for 8th, after coming into this weekend, a lot of people pointing at Mercedes as a car that could do well here, the data coming out of FP1 says Mercedes doing well. They'll be very disappointed with that. Yuki Tsunoda is in 9th. Ocon 10th. Logan Sargent has a decent result to finish 11th. Nico Hulkenberg in 12th. And it was Ricardo 13th. Piastri 14th. Even though I do think those two had a much better race than what the results would tell you. <clears throat> so there you go. Lando Norris got Driver of the Day. I'm not sure if I fully agree with that. Great race for him. But I do think maybe someone like Alonso or even a Stroll could have. Uh, Uh, bragged driver of the day uh, this weekend Uh, yeah lots of good stuff from this lots of bad stuff from this it's destroyed my F1 fantasy team I'll tell you that for free But yeah, interesting stuff coming out of Brazil. Of course, next week there is no F1, but there will be videos here on this channel. We'll have a special video coming out on Friday. But also, if there's any news within the week that we need to discuss, I'll be here on Saturday to discuss that with you. So that should be a pretty fun one. Until then, though, let me know what you thought of this race in the comments. Let me know, do you think it was as bad as I think it was for Mercedes? We'll have to wait and see the repercussions of this weekend until next time though have a good one i'll see you next time goodbye